0: to perish. So he made sure that Jonah made it to Nineveh to preach repentance to this brutal pagan nation. God is still merciful and gracious. He made sure that his son made it to Israel to preach repentance and to die as the Lamb of God for all the sin of the earth. He made sure his words were printed and preserved for generations. Today, he so wants Muslim people to come to faith in him that he's making sure they are having dreams and visions to see what they call the man in white, and they find out that it's Jesus Christ. He's making sure that they hear the gospel where there's no gospel being preached. He's making sure that multitudes in our day are being saved. We're hearing a lot of news about the, the pandemic, the death rates, the dangerous vaccines that are coming, Socialism and Marxism that's growing in America, wanting to take over America, the recession that we're moving into quickly, famine, mainly in other countries, it may come here too. Increased persecution in the nations also here. I don't know if you've heard that in Portland, Oregon, they're burning Bibles. They've already, in some places, they're telling them they're not allowed to worship. They can protest, but they're not allowed to go to church. This is happening in our nation, so there's an increase of persecution. But in the midst of all this, God is making sure that many are hearing of his love. Revival has broken out in Florida. Hundreds are being saved. Revival's broken out in California. Hundreds are being saved there. Revival broke out in New York and has been continuing since the man was killed there. Thousands are coming to Jesus Every month in Iran, they say 3,000 every month in Iran are coming to faith in Jesus. It's the biggest revival in the world right now. So God is on the move. And in the midst of darkness, it says in Isaiah 60, darkness will cover the earth and gross darkness, deep darkness, the people. But the Lord will arise upon you, those called by his name, and his glory will be seen upon you. And so we need to make sure we're not focusing so much on the negative. We're focusing on the king of kings. Jesus is still the king. He's king of the nations. He's Lord over heaven and earth. He is going to have his way. And in the midst of everything the devil's trying to do, Jesus is saving people. Every day, Jesus is saving people. People are being baptized in water. People are being baptized in the Holy Spirit. People are being thrust out into mission fields. God is on the move. God is doing something. So that's what happens here too. Jonah, in the belly of the well, comes out of the well, preaches. It's amazing how this whole city repented. I want to give you a little bit of facts about the city. But I first want to encourage you, keep praying for revival. Pray for revival in the church of America. Pray for revival in the church around the world. We need revival in the body of Christ. There's too much lukewarmness. There's too much complacency there's hopelessness, people are leaving, the the strength of the faith they used to have, pray for revivals. the church that needs to be revived. And then pray for an awakening, a great awakening that will sweep across our nation. It can start in Florida, it can start in California, it can start in New York. I pray it just sweeps, it comes right, it comes left, it comes south, and the whole nation is engulfed with a great awakening That's what we're praying for. And there are other groups that are praying for revival and for a spiritual awakening. So surely the Lord's here in our prayers. And ask him to give you opportunities to share the gospel. People are so desperate right now. They're more open to the gospel than they have been. So look for opportunities. Take advantage of them. Give yourself to prayer. This is the time we must give ourselves to prayer, to pray that his kingdom comes and his will is done in this nation and in the nations of the world, even as it is in heaven. That would, if you pray the word, you're always praying God's will. You never have to wonder, is this God's will or not? If it's, if you're praying the word. Okay, look at verse three of Jonah three. So Jonah rose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Praise God. He obeyed this time. Now, Nineveh was an exceeding great city, a three-day journey in extent. The way they measured cities back then is they assumed that a man could walk 20 miles a day. So if it was a three-day journey, it was a 60-mile city. Now, that either means 60 miles across or 60 miles in circumference. And that's what we don't know. But we do know that it was a great city. The walls were over 100 feet high And they were wide enough for three chariots to ride abreast at the same time. So a huge city surrounded by a huge tall wall that's very thick. And let's start in verse 4. If you can picture, this is the kind of city we're dealing with, with a fierce, ungodly nation. Start in verse 4. It says, Jonah began uh, to enter the city on the first day's walk. And then he cried out and said, yet 40 days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God. That's important because we've been hearing prophets also say, God wants to do good things, but the devil wants to destroy America. And uh, we need to believe God and pray, pray God's will in his heart. So the people of Nineveh, these pagan people, they believed God. They proclaimed a fast. They put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. So hundreds of thousands of people all put on this coarse, itchy, uncomfortable sackcloth, which was a sign of mourning. And they began to fast and repent in case God would change his mind. They believed God really would destroy the city if they didn't repent. It's a good chance God could destroy America if we don't repent. So then word came to the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, laid aside his robe, covered himself with sackcloth and sat in ashes. So even the king took this seriously. Wouldn't it be great if all of our elected officials, from President Trump all down, took seriously the call to repentance, began to fast, and really humbled himself before God to repent our nation. We've had repentance on the ground level, but it would be wonderful if we had repentance from the top level down. I think we need to be praying for that. He caused it, this is the king, he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. So not even all the people were fasting. Now the animals are fasting with them. Do not let them eat or drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth. They even covered their animals with sackcloth. Man, they were serious. And, you know, how do we compare that with us that might still enjoy some entertainment and we're not taking this terribly seriously? I was reading what a pastor was saying yesterday. He said... To see what's happening across the world, if we don't believe that God is judging the nations, we're blind. We need to see. God is lifting his hand of protection off of the nations. This is a call to us to take this seriously. So let me start again. Let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God. So this isn't a quiet prayer in your heart. This is crying out loudly, crying mightily to God. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Who can tell if God will turn and relent and turn away from his fierce anger so that we may not perish? They had no guarantee that God would listen to them at all or that God would change his mind. But he said, who can tell? Maybe God will. And in the possibility that God will relent and not destroy us, Let's cry out mightily to God and let's all turn from our evil ways. Then God saw their works that they turned from their evil way and God relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them and he did not do it. Wouldn't that be amazing if that's what we see across the nations of the world? We're in a serious season of judgment, and we need to repent as, as a nation and as the nations of the world. We need to repent before the Lord our God so that there is not more disaster, so that he would grant us mercy. The Ninevites took the words of the prophet seriously. How seriously are we taking God's call to repentance? Who can tell if God will turn and relent and turn away from his fierce anger so that we may not perish? And if I can also reflect back on Jonah, in Jonah chapter one, in verse six, when Jonah was asleep in the, um, in the boat, and the captain came to him and said, what do you mean, sleeper? Arise, call on your God. Perhaps your God will consider us, that we may not perish. And so we are in a role of, of repentance, uh, confessing the sin of our nations, our families, our own sin before the Lord, but we're also in a position of intercession where we pray for other nations. Perhaps God will consider them that they may not perish. Perhaps God will consider African nations and Wuhan, China and Japan and other places where there's a lot of suffering. Perhaps God will consider them that they may not perish if we will stand in the place of intercession. So The burden on my heart today is that we would know the word, that we quote it, we believe it, we stand on it, we pray the word, that we lean into the Holy Spirit during times of pressure and difficulty for his sustaining power, and that we we walk in the gift of repentance ourselves, that we pray that our, our national leaders will repent. That's not too big a thing for God to turn their hearts. Let's pray that our national leaders will repent and call the nation to repentance. It was the king that called all of Nineveh to repentance. President Trump has called for a national day of prayer a few months ago. Would to God he would call a national day of repentance and fasting and seeking God and turning from our wicked ways. That would be wonderful. It'd be wonderful if all the leaders of all the nations did that. If all the governors of every state did that. I'm ready to pray that that would happen. And maybe God will turn and relent. Maybe God will have mercy on our nation and on the nations of the world. And instead of destroying, he would leave behind a blessing. That's our our hope, is that God is a merciful and compassionate God. It's one reason why Jonah did not want to preach to the Ninevites. He he said, "I, I know you're merciful. You'll probably change your mind. You won't kill them after all, and I'd like for you to kill them. You know, maybe God will have mercy on all of us. I think it's a very valid way to believe and way to pray. So I'd I'd like for us to go ahead and pray into that. I can start us, and maybe some of you can jump in and pray. Uh, don't be don't be bashful. Just unmute yourself and jump in and pray short assertive prayers this is a season when we don't need to waffle around with a lot of words we need to pray assertively and aggressively for the purpose of God hearing us and God responding now it's a lot more effective to speak to the heart of God and let him use his hand to change situations than it is to speak to man and expect man to change situations so let's go into a a time of prayer okay lord i want to thank you for the mercy that you showed nineveh at that time i want to thank you that the king was quick to repent himself and to put on sackcloth and ashes and to call for repentance throughout the city i want to thank you that the people and the animals repented everyone took it that seriously lord would you in your mercy put it on the heart of President Trump and Vice President Pence to call a national day of prayer and fasting and call us to turn from our wicked ways and to turn back to the Lord our God. Lord, I thank you that he mentions God. He mentions the word of God. But Lord, we see the magnitude of where our country is headed. We need fasting and prayer. So I pray, Lord, across the board that Governors would call for fasting and prayer. Mayors would call for it. That our elected leaders would call for repentance. And, and I ask you, Father God, would you grant us a gift of repentance? It's not something that we even know to work up ourselves unless you put it in our hearts and convict us. I pray for us. I pray for other nations of the world that the body of Christ and those nations would take hold of the horns of the altar in their intercessions, and they'll pray for the leaders of their nation for days of repentance and fasting and prayer to be proclaimed, that God's hand of judgment would be stayed and God's mercy and compassion would be released. Lord, we pray that today in the name of Jesus.
1: Uh, Father in heaven, Lord, we know you're a merciful God, and just as you gave Jonah and the people of Nineveh a second chance, uh, because we know you go to such great lengths to save us because you love us, Father, we, we ask and we pray for that second chance uh, for our nation, for our world, Lord. Um, we see the increase of persecution um, in the nations, we, but we see also, Father, your hand that revival is breaking out, uh, and that you are on the move. Um, Father, we just pray for uh, revival, uh, for a great awakening, Lord, to sweep across our land. Uh, Father, we pray for repentance uh, from the very top of our government uh, on down to the people of this land, Lord. Um, we, let us cry out, Lord, uh, mightily uh, to you in this season of judgment. Um, father, let us take seriously, uh, your calls to repent. Um, we pray father for your guiding hand, Lord be with us, uh, have mercy on America, have mercy on our world, Lord. Um, let this revival, let this repentance take place in the name of your son. Amen.
2: Father, you're giving signs uh, all throughout the planet Earth. Uh, And Lord, we're not not beholding the signs. We're not seeing the significant work of your hand. Uh, Lord, I, I think of the great sign that there was again on the 4th of July. As we celebrated our independence, there was a total eclipse of the sun, but it couldn't be visible in America, so we heard nothing about it. But it was a total eclipse of a huge part of the Earth that could see that, Uh, Lord, we've had blood moons in the past years, we had four in one year, several years ago, Lord, we're not taking heed to the signs, and Jesus, you said, in Luke 21, and there will be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth, distress of nations, with perplexity, The sea and the waves roaring with typhoons and hurricanes. Lord, men's hearts, it says, will be failing them from fear and from the expectation of those things which are coming upon the earth. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things just begin to happen, Lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Lord, we have the natural tendency to look down. We get depressed. Lord, it's overwhelming at times. We get tired. We get exhausted. Lord, we hear, we feel helpless. In so many situations, we're just paralyzed. But Lord, you gave us, you gave us the solution here. When there are signs happening, and when uh, evil is pervading throughout the earth lord we need to look up i pray there'd be an upward look of our hearts i pray there be an upward look in our spirits i pray there be a greater longing to come and be home with the lord lord it is better for us to be with you but lord deliver us from the fear of death lord it is the hebrews 2 says it has held all humanity in slavery Lord, we should look forward to death, not in a morbid type of way. But Lord, when we leave this life, we're with you. We're with you for eternity. But Lord, we're still so hanging on. I pray we'd look up. I pray our hearts would be lifted. And and Lord, I'm still so earthbound. I enjoy the things of this world. these, These things of the earth. But Lord, the things that are eternal, The things that are all about you are far greater than anything that can happen on the earth. So, Lord, I pray for all of us on this call today, we would have the upward look. We would lift up our heads, lift up our eyes. There'd be a lifting up of our spirits to really look forward. And, Lord, I pray you deliver us from the evil of wanting to stay here, not wanting to leave. Lord, we're created for a season of life. And in that life to give God God glory and honor and praise. Lord, we want our lives to just do that. And in the process, Lord, give us the desire to be with you forever and ever and ever. And Lord, let us entrust not only our own lives, but the lives of all of our loved ones. And we pray the upward look, the lifting up of the heads and hearts and eyes to the lord who is soon coming lord we we pray no fear there's no fear in the lord's coming except for those who are not with him but lord we just we say come lord jesus maranatha come lord jesus lord we know that your second coming is drawing near and i pray that we would be ready and we would be looking we would be waiting, and we would be ready. Grant this, Lord, I pray. Amen.
3: Father, Lord. A quick search on repentance uh, brought up immediately uh, over 100 verses. So, Father, it is evident that your heart longs for you people and for people on earth to come to you in repentance, confessing our sins. As Acts 17.30 says, the times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. All people everywhere. And Romans 2 4, you say, or oh, do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? And Matthew 3 8, bear fruit in keeping with repentance. And always a beautiful reminder in 1 John 1 9 that if we confess our sins, you are faithful, God, and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Lord. So, um, and then in Luke thirteen thirteen, you say, no, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will likewise, you will all likewise perish. And Lord, Everything is a call to repentance, a call to to be convicted of our sin and to be confessed to you and then to repent. And, Lord, uh, make us people that stand in the gap. Uh, Let's leave our sins uh, at the altar. Cleanse us by your blood, Jesus. Cleanse us that we can come and do our job as ministers what you call us to do as your royal priesthood that we can stand in the gap for our nation and for the nations of the world whether whatever is represented in this room and those who are not represented yes lord we see what is happening in the world how you are tossing the nations Uh, father it is frightening to people But we know that you are sovereign over that, and it doesn't frighten us because we know that everything is sustained by our Lord Jesus Christ, that it is by your word and your power. So there is no fear to be had by us, but instead for us to come to you in repentance, to be covered by the blood, and then to to intercede for our nation, for our government, for the, for the people who are wicked, Lord, that you will convict them of their sin, that you will open their eyes, that you will lead them to repentance, that you will lead them to fast, to grieve, to mourn, that we are in ashes and in sackcloth, Lord, that you may forgive us, that you may relent, Lord. And we pray that you will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, I pray this. Amen.
0: Anyone else have a prayer on your heart before we close for the morning?
4: Father, we just want to... uh come alongside of this this rich teaching on Jonah and, Lord, for myself and for my brethren. Lord, we repent for our reluctance to bring your word to wicked and godless people. I, I know I've been convicted, Lord, of not opening my mouth. And, Lord, i I just convinced of by your spirit of my own reluctance. And I just, I repent, Lord. I want to be filled with your love and filled with your power, both explosive power and sustaining power. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would fill us with the awareness, Lord, that you are looking to us to bring the word of the gospel, the good news, of Jesus Christ, who has overcome sin, who's overcome death, who's overcome all evil. Lord, help us in our own spheres of influences, our own Ninevehs, the places that we walk every day. Lord, help us to be willing to turn and bring the gospel of Jesus in power and in love that would lead others to repent of their dead works, to repent of their sin of unbelief and put their faith in you, Lord Jesus, who descended into Sheol, who snatched the keys of death and Hades, and who was resurrected by the Father. And if they believe in their heart, God, that you raised Jesus Christ from the dead and they repent and put their faith, they, they will be saved. So, Lord, help us keep it simple. But, Lord, we do repent. I repent of the times I've missed the nudging of your spirit. Help me, Lord, to walk in my Nineveh with boldness and love in Jesus' name.
2: Jeff, thank you so much. Uh, While you were sharing and praying, I had the thought run through my mind. uh, What would I do if there was a crowd of Antifa walking the on, on on Stewart drive here and you know i i saw myself running in the house i saw a self-preservation i saw me looking to protect myself rather than going out and confronting them and looking to love them or halt them or speak the truth to them because it could cost me my life so here right after what i prayed about lord give us a, a love of wanting to see you And love not our lives even unto death, which is what happened in Revelation 12. Man, I I just see how much self-preservation there is in me, and I think it's pretty contagious. Uh, We do not want rejection. We do not want uh, the disapproval of man. And we do not want confrontation. Nonetheless, the Spirit of the Lord is confronting the powers of evil today. There's war in the heavenlies and there's combat taking place. So I pray the Lord would deliver us from the evil of timidity, the spirit of, and that's all part of the spirit of fear that makes us shrink back rather than moving forward. And I pray that the Lord would make, give us a holy boldness like they did in the new Testament. And they prayed for boldness. Lord, help us to be bold. And I, and I confess I'm not bold, and I confess we're not bold, even though sometimes we may may do something bold in regards to that characteristic in our lives, we greatly lack. So Jeff, thank you for praying that, of how how we miss opportunities because we shrink back a spirit of fear or we are intimidated and have not been able to press through to a place of victory, Uh, death to self-will and possibly new life coming to someone. So thank you for that prayer. Janet, any last uh, closing thoughts?
0: I was thinking of the proverb that says, "Right, the righteous are bold as a lion. And mm-hmm. where it says in 2 Timothy 1, seven that God's not given us a spirit of fear, It says he's given us power. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. He's given us love, love for God, love for others that overrides our love for ourselves. And he's given us a sound mind so we can think clearly, make good judgment calls, wise decisions, hear the voice of God, follow the lead of the Holy Spirit. And all that together, those three, power, love, and a sound mind, causes us to rise up in holy boldness. And I I want to proclaim that over us, Lord. By your spirit, would you cause us to rise up in holy boldness? Would you set us free from all fear and timidity and intimidation? And would you increase upon us and within us the power of the Holy Spirit? Love for you and love for others and a sound mind. Lord, increase that. Increase your anointing upon us. May we be men and women of God that are boldly declaring the word of the Lord. In Jesus' name, for your glory. Amen.
2: Amen. We take that as a personal possession, each one of us, in the name of Jesus. Yes. Well, bless you all. Uh, May you have a great weekend. Uh, It's always wonderful to see your wonderful faces on Zoom on Friday mornings. God bless you. He may keep you, may make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And give you many smiles all throughout the day. Smile! It looks great on you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> great to have some new people join us. Gloria Peck, good to see you, and Bunny. Good to see you, and whoever else was for the first time with us. Good to have you with us, and good to have all of you that are here not for the first time. Every time, it's good to be together.
4: Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. We thank you for. That. Do you have any last comment before we close? Anything stirring in your heart? Just thank you for taking
3: this time for all of us.
2: Yes. It's a blessing. Thank you, bunny.
0: Give Marian our love. Okay, thank you. I will. Yes,
2: please. Thank you. Well, Glory, we are having such a wonderful time. It's our anniversary yesterday.
0: Happy anniversary, how many years? 32. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. anniversary.
2: We were married. That's
0: wonderful. So your birthday was on the 6th or the 5th?
2: Our anniversary, not birthday. Right. Our anniversary (laughs) was on. Which day? On the 5th or 6th? It was on the 6th and the 8th. We were married twice. We wanted to make sure. We wanted to make
0: sure it took, huh?
2: So we got Well married. I had a
0: birthday on the fifth. Hey, right. <laughs> That's why I was asking like, oh, I so tell us about tell us about your two times getting married because I think it's gonna have a lot of significance.
2: Well we had we were married on eight six eight eight before the Lord. We had about four hundred people at a at a wedding here in Waco, Texas. We got married in Waco. I flew from Jerusalem and she flew from South Africa and we were married wow. in Waco. And then we flew out of Waco and went, she went back to South Africa and I went to Israel because that's where our, one, our t- round trip tickets were. And then from Israel, I flew to South Africa and we had three more receptions. We had two in South Africa and then one in Jerusalem. So we had four receptions. Wow. How awesome. <laughs> How special. 8688 and 8888. 8-8-8-8.
4: Wow.
0: Well, here for you. And the Lord is pleased
3: with the
2: day. And Jen yeah. Botta from South Africa was at two of our at least one. Were you at both of the receptions in South Africa, Jen? <laughs> he was at both of them. Yay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Oh well, bless you all. Really. It's great being with all of you. May you have a super rest of the day. And may great grace come upon each of your lives to the full. Thank you. Thank you. My mother always
0: said, May you live and be well. (laughs) Yes. And be bold. That's it. Good. Spirit
2: boldness. All right. See you all later.
0: Bye. 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 Bye.